G-Dom Speaks. What's going on, everybody? Got a segment today. I kind of want to speak about music and uh, where music has gone lately and how we as people consume it. So check this out. I was born in 85. So a lot of the music that I was hearing that I was coming up was older. You know, of course, that time to me was older. But it really wasn't. You can't say it was really bad. I guess it was bad in this time frame. But it was good. The instrumentation was good. The um, the instrumental, you know, everything. The music, the climax, the appreciation overall, the whole track. Chord progression. You know, vocal, everything was it was it, it matched and it sounded really good. Later in the years, of course, you know, rap and R and B crossed and did everything that they were supposed to do. But I think nowadays, because I think a lot about the you know the R and B music in the nineties and a lot of the rap music in the nineties. And granted, these days we have like a lot of more variety. And variety is good because you can actually find somebody that you may like. And back then, you didn't really have a lot of variety on the global level as if you do now because the way music is distributed. But nowadays, it's not. I've been as of late, I've been trying to find my my like for music, my love for music. I find myself sitting back listening to Usher's Confessions album and the album was dope to me because it represented everything of where I was at where I wanted to be mentally with the woman you know of course all that you know, wanted to be in love and all that fun stuff but nowadays it's no love in the R&B music I mean even some of the rap music was like you know you kind of you know get your love on you know i mean if you listen to biggie smalls you know or you know i love it when you call me big papa all of that stuff like put you in a groove pox thug passion put you in a groove you know a lot of that stuff nowadays i don't know where the hell i can't find the groove where's the groove at i'm sitting up here like man if I can just get some good music, you know, because I like coming up, I was listening to a lot of R. Kelly, a lot of Keith Sweat. I'm talking about this is the early 90s, you know, so Black Street was popping, you know, the whole New Jack swing was, you know, going nuts at this time, you know. But even in RB in the early 2000s was dope. It was real dope. But just nowadays, you can't name to me R&B that's really good without trying to force it upon me. The appreciation of music has gone completely down. The value of the music has gone completely down. Rap music used to be something that we aspire to. Now it's just trash. I mean, I feel like people have to tell me about how good albums are based off of the, the crazy haze that's around that surrounds the album you know it's a lot of promotion around it and i think a lot of people take this music and they say oh this is dope oh this is dope oh that's what's up this is dope you know no disrespect to any of the talented musicians out there 
but we're not getting the best body of work like we used to. Like, if you think about Michael Jackson, right? You think about Michael Jackson, you think about Prince, and Prince is still up in the air for what I'm about to say. But they put they they put their best work out. They put their best work out, literally. The best thing that they had, they put it out. They wasn't waiting. They wasn't, you know, almost, well, Prince, of course, he's got so much vault music, but we know why he has the music in the vault, right? Because he went through some issues with his record label and them taking his name and he went on as a symbol. So he's got a lot of the music, but still, when it came down to releasing that music on the large level, on a global level, international, whichever, they put the best music out. Nowadays, I feel as if like everybody wants a mulligan. Everybody wants to do over. Now I was just playing. You know, I think little Wayne has created this whole era of now nah, it's, it's not the real one. It's not the real, you know what I mean? Now nah, this is just a mixtape. It's not really little Wayne, but now you got people feel as if they have to get you to wait to get something really good and then when you get what they've been wait what you get what you've been waiting on it's not really good you still end up just as disappointed you know music music was able to put you in the mood uh, a, a mood whenever you wake up in the morning from my mama I could just remember so much music in the car so when I hear like music from 95 or 94 or 93 you know early 90s and so on I always envisioned us in the car heading to school early in the morning because it was on the radio you know all the time you know I can I can go down the list of songs like just listen to these songs on the radio in the morning then when she was coming to pick us up like you could tell the shift of the day the day changed because it's evening now or you know afternoon late afternoon so she's coming to get us and she's off work so the mood has changed so the music radio knew what they were doing and they still know what they're doing. They know what music to play at a certain time to kind of get your energy up and going no different. They knew what to play in the morning. They know what to play in the evening. They knew what to play at night. But now, judging on the quality of the music, I I don't know Like if you know when to play what. Does anybody have an idea whenever you're supposed to play anything? I mean, legitimately, this music I can't get with. I'm also, I've even reduced myself, not even reduced myself, but you start to listen to other music, like picking up smooth jazz, picking up early, early jazz from the 1920s with some Count Basie, some, uh, a, a lot of that stuff, some John Coltrane, you know, the Ella Fitzgerald, you know, a lot of that older stuff is starting to resonate with me for some odd reason. And it's just because this music isn't it isn't doing enough. I can't remember anything any longer. It's like one or two songs. Every so often that comes out and you're like, okay, that song is cool. The last dope album, to me, this is just my opinion, was that Bruno Mars album. That Bruno Mars album was dope. It was dope from start to finish. I could let the whole thing play. It's been a while since I heard an R&B album like that between Bruno Usher had a really good album like I said with Confessions because that's the only album that I could play straight through 
Joe, Joe has got dope music. Like Joe is always, he'll always get you and put you in the mood and just ready to do something. But I just remember what it was. Like back in the day, we used to have to call. Like once you called, you get the voicemail. So my brother, <laughs> he would put on the voicemail, like, real deep voice, like, hey, what's up? It had a music in the background, you know what I'm saying? So one day he was recording his voicemail and my grandma was like, if you don't turn that mess down, I ain't trying to hear them sheets. Cause all, all he ever used to listen to was like Ron Isley play a real fight in the background. So whatever girl he was playing to, he was like trying to set the ambiance as him being on the telephone. Link, I'm talking, this is like 96, 97. We're talking, you have to set a mood just to talk on the damn telephone. Think about it, like in the background, like smooth. My brother's just sitting up here just being smooth. Like in, in the background, music is going, the girl on the phone, you know what I'm saying? Like they like in a trance together. I'm sitting up here like, is this some sort of like crazy sex scene? <laughs> you done, you done got the damn room all dark. You know, you done got all of this shit playing in the background. Next thing you know, you're gonna have some roses all dripping up in there but that's just that's just where music was it made you do shit like that it made you fall in love you know even and that's not just the r&b side of it i mean even the rap music too i remember it because he did the same thing with masterpiece bourbons and lack you know playing that in the background you know the girl's like oh my god that's my song i love that bourbons and lack Oh my God, yes, it's fun. All of that, she starts singing and everything. I'm up here listening to her on the phone, like, oh my God. Well, you ain't gonna have her long, are you? He's like, nah, man, she's cool. But I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. But I mean, it's just that I just remember music. And, and we invested a lot of time into music because we didn't have this instability to be able to pick up a phone and go from song to song to song to song to song to song. If you bought the album, you invested. You invested into the whole, even if it was horrible. You know, you you had to go from one, because back then they was with like 17, 18 songs on one. Half of these CDs was like L, double LPs. Like, man, I got to do this. So once you bought the album, you were invested. So it wasn't no, I'm going to listen to one song and throw the album out and they're going to try to find another album. Not when you buy physical copies because... at the way that people listen to music nowadays it would be too expensive for people to keep up legitimately it would be way 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 too expensive it'll cost the average consumer at least about two to three hundred dollars with the different music that they they skim through because in that time frame you still had to purchase singles and those singles is like four or five dollars for just that one cd so if you're purchasing a single four or five dollars and you want to listen to all these different stuff come on now i mean that's just i mean it's just how it is if we were just way more invested with music because i mean if it wasn't when we came up i think the first thing that we had was tapes you know from my inception we had tapes my mama had vinyl of course you know, but we had tapes and the tapes transitioned in the CDs. 
And so all of that stuff was like real big. People, I'm telling you, people used to handle their CDs with care and bought CD cleaners, scratch resistance. Like didn't you did not play when it came to that CD because if you you scratch that CD and it it was scratch on that certain song at that certain it hit at that moment. Oh man, you done, you messed the mood up. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, messed the whole mood up. It wasn't enough CD cleaner. You just had to go buy a whole. But the thing about it was that even when the CDs got scratched up, people had no issue with going out there and buying a whole new CD and keeping it. Like people used to go and buy two because they had one for the house and one for the car. So they didn't have to, you know, when CD changes was in the car, they didn't have to, you know, take it out and take it in, you know, so it ain't getting no scratch time or nothing like that. It ain't, you know, limited, limited movement. But man, just the time that we invested in getting the music, we appreciated it. But, and, and I don't, I'm not knocking technology. I'm all, I'm definitely all for technology because it, it's an ease, of, it's an ease of access. And I'm all for an ease of access. But man, I never would have thought that it wouldn't be a love for the music the way that it used to be. Like, even when producers make tracks, for artists nowadays you can tell that they don't even feel the same like it's not even the same with them they just pretty much like all right you know i went i did a little bit that was it i'm sitting up here like man i remember when producers put that all into it like when they actually made it sound like something that was completely out of this world but nowadays you just i don't feel the when it comes to rap music i don't feel that vibe I don't feel it when it comes to R&B music. I'm trying to find a groove. You can't feel that groove. You know, ain't nothing making you two-step. Nothing only but, if, I mean, most of the two-stepping stuff is, is older. You know, you got to find an artist that pretty much your peers can point you in the direction of and say, oh, okay, that's cool, but I only want to go to her for just that one song. You know, just that one song. And I'm speaking on when people had to purchase albums. They had to purchase the whole album. So it was an investment. Not just on one song. It was an investment on all 18 to 19, 20 of them, depending on how much ever songs they put on that LP upon this release. But man, that was just the, the, the good old fun days. The good fun moments where you're, you go and buy a CD and you listen to it. Like you spent your hours of the day listening to it. Sometimes you you bought the CD and just waited for your friends to come over on the weekend if they didn't have it and dub it onto their tape if you know if they wanted or you know dub it onto another CD. Like we did some crazy shit to get shit copied, get our friends. You know you buy it once. We did a lot of crazy stuff because technology. We were limited by technology at that moment. And when you're limited by technology, you are gonna overwork that time. You're gonna over. You're gonna be creative. You're gonna do some stuff that you never thought you could do. But it was just, it was just amazing time. That was just fun. It was just fun to know that. And you know, homie coming over. Homie's coming over this weekend. We're gonna bump this. We're gonna bump this out. My first CD or my first tape that I ever bought or got. I got it for Christmas. It was uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. They 1994 released at East 99 Eternal. 
and I got the Walmart version because my, my uncle and them said that they don't want it. No, no, it wasn't the Walmart version. My auntie bought me the explicit version, but my uncle took it because he bought, she bought me the East, the, the Bone CD, and she bought my brother the E40 in a major way CD. It was all explicit cussing, you know, because that's what my cousin was listening to. And, and she knew that we liked that. So, man, I had that tape, man. I loved that Bone CD for that, you know, that Bone album. My uncle got a hold of the tapes and was pretty much like, oh, no, nah, y'all too young. Y'all ain't supposed to be listening to this. He took our shit and it's been, I ain't seen it since about 95, 94, 95 when it came out because I got it for a Christmas gift. I ain't seen that shit since then. But the funny thing about it is he used to the next door and I used to hear his ass pumping that shit up and down the street. We ain't seen the tape. We used to go ask for him. And he'd be like, nah, y'all can't listen to it because it's bad. It's got cussing on it. Man, give us our tape back. Nope. He took our tapes from us. But that was my very, very first album that I got purchased for me. Was Bone. And and my brother got E-40. And just, just in music in that time frame. Like, it invoked the emotion that music doesn't evoke right now. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it does because there's so many dance crazes with music now. Back then, music didn't create a lot of secondary movement other than just a two-step or something very simple because that's one thing when you listen to some of that music, you know, it was kind of like a gangsters don't dance, we boogie <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't too, I mean, you know, you had the Tootsie Roll, you had the Butterfly, and you had a few of those, you know, Percolator and all that other stuff. But nowadays, I mean, it's literally that, like, you got to know, like, sequences. Like, it wasn't like that for me growing up. It wasn't, you didn't have to know sequences. You just had to have a tape and nod your head. Nod your head to the beat. That was it. That's all you needed. You had it. Cool. Keep going. I appreciate music. I still love it, but it's just hard for me to listen to it nowadays because it doesn't put me in the same mood of being charismatic, being creative. Like some of the stuff is, is hard. Even when I go to the gym, trying to work out, I can't, there's certain stuff that I just can't listen to. Like I need, I need the older stuff because it's giving me, and it may just be me getting older and not paying attention to, you know, even trying to give the newer stuff a chance because I mean, there's some new stuff that is cool that will get you kind of going where you need, you know, you need energy for whatever it is that you're doing. But realistically, some of that stuff I just can't get with, man. Like, where's the music appreciation? Like the way we consume music is it's just so different. We don't even love it like we used to love it. Like, it, There's no way that somebody could say that. Oh, man, I love that album. Any album that's come out from 2010 till now, nobody's like you don't hear the words love. Like you don't hear like it. I just would question who's made timeless pieces at this moment, at this juncture in their life. When it comes down to music, who's made timeless pieces other than, you know, I think Childish Gambino, uh, Bruno Mars. And, you know, it's it's been a few in there in between, but not a lot not a lot of made timeless pieces when we're talking about music i mean legitimately not a lot i can't even remember a song that came out four years ago it was like a popping song this song was supposed to be the best song i can't remember it 
sometimes I gotta go and when people talk about songs on a Facebook statuses I gotta go and like Google search it just to make sure because I don't, I don't remember because we went from listening to the radio to listen to our radio and then being or not our radio but Apple radio and then from Apple radio you know because that's that's pretty much your radio so if you're not listening to the regular radio you're gonna miss what the big push is but if you're gonna kind of stay in your own little lane then you might end up like me just searching and searching trying to find you know try to find the best song that you would like for yourself or try to find the best thing that would evoke that emotion in which you're looking for and that's why music today has turned into trash because it doesn't evoke the same positive emotion that it used to don't get me wrong it was some gangster shit out there that was made there was a lot of gangster shit out there that was made but for some odd reason, that gangster ass shit that was made, it invoked positive messages behind it. Maybe it's because the overall production wasn't so dark. Nowadays, like music is just so dark. It's a lot of hard pad work. Like just a lot of hard pad work. You know, so but that's just the way I feel about music, how we're consuming it, you know, the appreciation of it. That's just where I'm at with it. Chime in. Let me know what y'all think about it. I post this up right now on the Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Let me know y'all thoughts, what y'all think about music. Let me know. Cause I, I really, I really want to know. Maybe we can come back and continue on with these conversations about music and consumption of music. All right. Y'all have a good one.